Welcome everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host Scotty McCoy and boy do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now Beth Metcalf and she played Quasar in the film and this camera keeps going down in the film It Came From Somewhere and I'm so glad we can finally do this. I've been in talks with you probably since last spring. Yes. So, yeah, so I'm so glad we're doing this. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I uh I just filmed another audition right before this, so we're we're gearing up for the 2023 season. Awesome. That's good. amazing. I'm That's so awesome. sorry. I'm having so many difficulties with my computer today. I'm <laughs> trying to get the backdrop just to stay there, but this webcam is not cooperating at all. And yeah, that that's exciting. And uh, best of luck for that. I know you're a talented actress, so that that's. I mean, it, it shouldn't be that hard to get the part for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um. So, to, to, you know, basically to start off, how did you get your start in acting? Oh man, um, I've been acting for a while. I've been doing musicals since I was about ten. Uh, but for film and indie stuff like that, uh, I started about two years ago. Um, wasn't really sure how to do it, uh, but I had my eye on um, Heyman Talent, the agent in Cincinnati. They're kind of the Ohio agent. Um, and I submitted to them and they they helped me kind of find mentors and kind of get my start. Um, it's been a lot of casting call after casting call and lots of trial and error. It's been it's been a long two years, but I'm I'm super excited to where things are ending up now. Absolutely. And you were obviously in Steve's film Trepidity, and now you're 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 also in the film that he's doing, uh, It Came From Somewhere, which I believe both of them are out now, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and they're both on Amazon now. Uh awesome. they're available for renting and buying now. That's awesome. Uh so we're talking about it came from somewhere, and how did you happen to become a part of this film? Like I'm assuming it's because of Trepidity, correct? Yes. Um well, it all started for Acrostar Films with Steve. It started with um, the In the Dark short film, okay. uh, which is it's on the indie film channel on Roku. I played Snappy the Clown. And um, then it, it kind of, we, Acrostar as a whole, we've kind of just grown into this big family and we throw out ideas and Steve puts things together. He's like, hey, I've got you in mind for this. Would you like to do this? And he helps us, kind of, he lets us put our own creative spin on things. And um, we were, talking about it came from somewhere after trepidity and we were talking about kind of what what I wanted to do and he we talked about different characters and I was like hey is there any way I could like be an alien like can I play one of the aliens like I would love to try that he was like sure why not and that's kind of how it happened I just was like please I want to try it nice and one of the things that really I guess not just impresses me, but interests me is the fact that the movie is all black and white, like literally old school Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein, black and white, which is so cool because who doesn't love an original movie monster? Yeah, it was fun. I they let me help. Uh, I helped come up with the space cloths idea, so it's cool. You have to mention that because like. We spent like a month trying to figure out like what do we do? We're like giant lobster, no, like oh like a giant monkey, I don't know. And I found this like cyclops mask. I was like, guys, space cloths. And they were like, that's stupid, but let's do it. 
<laughs> Sometimes stupid is really good. <laughs> like it, it may it works and uh i'm really excited um for you know how this film like to hear how this film does uh because it's a very clever idea not many people are doing films that are black and white retro monster universal monster type of movies like a lot of the movies now are fan films really and uh this is one of those original type of ideas um so speaking of this movie what can you tell us about it? What what about the plot and the synopsis? Sell this to us so whoever's watching could be like, I want to rent this on Amazon. Oh, yes. So <laughs> these two crazy, wacky aliens are flying around in space and their, their ship crashes and their, their captive space clouds gets let loose. And um, the whole film is their wacky adventure of trying to find it. And each alien takes their own group as hostages so you've got three separate storylines going you've got you've got quasar which is me who's just shooting everyone i can find and, and she's just causing havoc and she's like quasar doesn't care about the rules and quasar doesn't fear death shoot you in the toe she doesn't care she shoots a lot of things even like a bird and like a dead bird falls from the sky and then you've got luma's story where he's falling in love for a human and and quasar doesn't know about it quasar finds out and she's angry and that's chaotic and then you've got the space collapses story where he he learns feelings and it's just you've got these three different storylines that are just different completely different from each other and you see like family love family ties and humor and romance and the horror with the space collapse it's got like every genre into into one and that's that's what i like about it Nice. So it's basically a little bit of everything for everybody. So if yes. you're not a horror fan, but you're a romance fan, then this film's got something for you. If you're not a drama fan, but you're a creature feature type of fan, then that's got that for you, you know, because it's got the aliens and it's got, if you're, if you like the modern, you know, the, you know, if you like the uh, old time, you know, monster movie era, they got that for you. Like they have all different things in there that, all mesh together you know give everybody a, a different rarities which is really cool um i mean that that's really great because not a lot of films do that like if it's a horror film like it could be horror comedy but they don't have the horror the, the romance the drama all that tied into it which is really cool um so you told us a little bit about quasar but what can we like what could we expect if we watch this movie what could we expect to see quasar like who, who is she and what is she about she is absolute lack of empathy. There is zero empathy. You see one part where she's like, hmm, but it's it's almost like a robot. Nice. And she just wants to glorify Zorksar, who's the all-knowing god, and wipe out Earth with the army of space cops, and she doesn't care about anybody. And every time anyone defies her, she's like, you dare defy Quasar? Like, she just, she means business. She's ready, she's trying to get it done. And she's like, oh, you puny humans. She's like, ugh. So you're like, rolls her eyes every time anyone looks at her. She's just over it. And um, she's just, she's a robot. And, but she gets mad. Anger is her, her top, her top thing. She's so always did, mad. Did you like speak in an accent with when you were playing this role? It was very like robotic, kind okay. of like zero vocal inflection on things and the only time i did add any vocal inflection was when quasar was mad so it's like you dad quasar like right. very just like over dramatic over the top this film is very over the top 
Nice. So very robotic, very monotone type of, of vocals, right? Yes, definitely. Nice. And same kind of with the movements. It was very like, I'm going to take a step forward now. I'm going to walk now. I'm going to turn my head to look this way. She never looks with her eyes. Often she's always turning her whole head to look at things. Okay. Um, and she's always, it's very like, I'm a, a doll slash robot. It is very much kind of like that was what I kind of did for the role was like think left foot right foot left foot right foot she's like always like she knows everything she's gonna do <laughs> nice so what was the most challenging of bringing Quasar to life the <laughs> situational humor I have the most bloopers out of everyone <laughs> because <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing um, there's a lot of times where Quasar has a straight face and the situation is just hilarious mm-hmm. where she's just like, they're like, do you have any respect for human life? No, it's so hard to like keep a straight face for things like that, where like in, in Quasar's world, she's not being funny. She's just being legit. She's just telling you how it is, but to the viewer, it's hilarious. And that was definitely the hardest part about. And she's got to show like no emotion because, and yeah. like a robot, a robot doesn't have any emotion. A robot can't love or a robot, a robot, you know, a robot doesn't show that type of affection or that emotion. So it's like, you have to be come off as, it's not like you're even coming off as a bitch. It's like, you just trying to, you know, just, you, you just don't show that emotion there. You have to be dead in the eyes. Yes. Yes. Dead yeah. in the eyes for sure. And everything she says is matter of fact. She's yeah. like, why, why would I care about the humans? I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just so funny to everyone else. And we broke character a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so we know that Steve um directed Trepidity and he also directed this. Um, so what was it what how is Steve as a director? Oh, I love Steve. Um <laughs> he he has his vision and he'll talk to you about your character and what he is envisioning, but he also gives you your own room for creativity. And that's the best thing ever as an actor, because it's hard sometimes like going on the set and the director's like, you're going to say it just like this, exactly like this. And there's no room for you to make it your own. And, and Steve, he, he gives you that freedom within the bounds of his vision, uh, which is the way it should be. Um, and that's my favorite thing. He's very personable. He's definitely my favorite person to work with. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've been hearing a, a lot lately, uh, especially from indie actors, about directors giving them the freedom which they like, and then they're, like when I have the main, like bigger celebrities, like at, like you know people from Friday the Thirteenth or whatever. So, sometimes they 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 try to be nice, but you could tell what they're saying where the director didn't give them that kind of freedom. Uh, depending on the director, I got that a lot from Part Five, Friday the Thirteenth with Danny Steinman. Uh, I heard a lot of he was strictly by the book and very vulgar and very you know you know that and uh he he's just that i got that a lot and uh it's good to hear when a director gives their artists and their actors freedom because you don't want to run a set like a dictatorship because then you're not going to have fun making a movie as well and that should be what it's about having fun yes absolutely that's i love indie film i have such a, a big heart for indie film for that reason and with Steve and with the family that we've created through we've been adding members and bringing people into films and we've got this whole family now where like we we just work together all the time and like Steve and I'll get on a call and I'll be like hey let's talk about this and 
same with like special effects and stuff like that because I do that with his films too um mm -hmm. he's just very helpful with creativity and he's focused on building together and he's brilliant with his writing and absolutely and Brian too Brian helped uh write uh, it came from somewhere and then together they did a good job nice and uh I know there's are there's another movie that they're, they're doing is it I can't remember I think it begins with a D yes um oh my gosh I I keep messing that name up the one with Angel and Jamie and yes. all of our new friends yes because I know I, I'm talking Desperate to Anne Anne wants to come back on the show to promote that next and I'm like yes. and I'm like I'm trying to think I can't think of the name off the top of my head but I'm, I'm gonna be talking to Anne about uh about having her back on to discuss it but if you want to let us know a little bit about that and if you're involved with it I'm actually not involved in this one um okay at the moment um but yeah that's that's one that I, I know Angel and I know Jamie and, and a lot of the actors from Desperate Souls. So it's really cool to get to watch them do their thing. Um, it's about, I don't know too much about it, um, but because there's a couple other things we might have in the works. So I, my brain's been on those. Um, but yeah, they, they've got their demon lady, Angel, and she's just like ripping souls world. apart. And it, it looks like it's a lot of like, there's like lust and then there's anger. It's it's one of those, it's a big drama, but it's got like all the blood and the guts and the gore. And I've been hearing a lot from her and Jamie and uh, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I as of now, obviously anything could change at, at any moment, but as of now, I have Angel Bradford set for tomorrow as well to talk about with Child so I'm gonna Make sure to mention that as well. Uh, okay, yeah. Good, good. So that'll be really exciting. Um, awesome. So the last question I do got for you, any other projects in the works that you would like to promote to the listening and viewing audience, social media accounts, websites, anything at all of your time? Yeah. Um, in two weeks, I'll be going to Cleveland, Ohio, uh, filming a, a sitcom, the pilot season episode. Called, it's called Misunderstood by uh, Ariel. And um, we, it's, we just cast the last person, which... I can't reveal yet, but I know who it is. And it's uh, following a group of four. And it's kind of like How I Met Your Mother meets Atlanta meets it's a couple other of those. And I'm playing the female character who's kind of like Robin in How I Met Your Mother. Uh, her name's Lynn. And um, we'll be bringing that to life on a set up in Cleveland. Um, and then we've got a teaser coming soon. I know I can't say very much about it from uh, Acrostar Films and Steve, but we, we've got something that we'll be filming in February. And it's it's an all new project, and I am very. And was it announced yet online or anything? The name or anything? Yeah. Okay, Nothing I was gonna that. say because I didn't see anything else from you guys about another project, so I was wondering, did I miss it? Yeah, we've we've got two coming up that we'll be filming uh, this year, and awesome. yes, and I I know Steve will announce that here soon. I I don't know exactly what day he's planning, but we've got two big things coming up, and. I've got a couple other shoots in Ohio going on in the next few months and nice. lots of horror, lots of comedy. Nice. It's been, been good. Awesome. Sounds good. Do you, you want to promote any social media? Oh, yeah. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Beth underscore Metcalf. Um, I have my website, uh, just BethMetcalf.com. Okay. Um, yeah, those awesome. are my two big ones. Sounds good. And before I let you go, I'll do my little spiel of uh, following me. So on YouTube, if you're watching this, 
you know, I'm Slasher Scotty, so I have to punt it out, and you have to slash that subscribe button. <laughs> and, of course, like, comment, and share on social media if you're listening on to all the podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the other podcasting platforms. Make sure to rate, like, comment, whatever you do on there, and share on social media. Um, I'm also on Cameo, so make sure to uh, check out Cameo um, and uh, get a shout-out from me. I'll do happy birthdays, anniversaries. Um, maybe your relationship isn't going well and you want to end the relationship but are too afraid to do it. I'll do it for you. Just let them know that, you know, hey, I got a message for you. Hey, uh, I think, you know, Charles wants to break up with you. <laughs> so I'll do it for you. But, uh, you know, I'll even drink hot sauce, whatever you gotta do. But in order to do that, you got to book me on Cameo. Um, I'm also monetized on Facebook now with Slasher Scotty. And I am now uploading all of my interviews um, five a day starting today um, throughout the year. It's going to be uploaded in alphabetical order. And you can give me stars. Um, if you buy stars on there, it'll give me money and it'll keep this channel going and going and going even more. And then, of course, two more things. I have um, merchandise from Virtual Merch Booth, so make sure to check that out if I can get the shirt right. And then here's one of my signature shirts. I also have a bunch of other shirts uh, designs on there as well. And, of course, my book, The Ultimate Halloween Movie Experience, published by Bear Manor Media, forward by Jamie Lee Curtis, original artwork from the 1981 Halloween 2 film by photographer Kim Gottlieb Walker. But uh, And that's available anywhere books are sold. But thank you so much, Beth, for joining me. It's been so much fun. I'm so glad we got to talk about this, and I will definitely have you back on to discuss your other projects, especially the top secret that I can't wait to hear. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me i appreciate absolutely. it absolutely you have a great rest of your night thank you you too yep bye